Joining me right now is undefeated flyweight. One of the best flyweights coming up in Australia, Philip Kim. What's going on, man? Hey, how you going, John, man? Good to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, now, right now, you're in the beginning of your career, and the first thing I want to know about you is, how did you get your start in mixed martial arts? Well, I, I didn't start really in mixed martial arts first. I started in, like, uh, Taekwondo uh, when I was younger, and then kind of moved to full contact karate. I, I did a lot of kyokushin karate there. I competed a lot in that, and then um, did some kickboxing. So mainly it was a lot of striking. And then uh, I wanted to try Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, after watching like the start of the UFC. And um, I, I guess I fall, fell in love with Jiu-Jitsu and did that for a little bit. And then I wanted to kind of progress and test both my striking and grappling skills. And that's when I wanted to try uh, MMA. So it kind of evolved into that. Well, that's a pretty good evolution from starting in Taekwondo to karate and then, you know, transitioning to BJJ. That's like almost a perfect, if you threw in some wrestling in there, it would be a perfect combination, right? Exactly. That's the only thing I kind of missed out on. But actually now I'm doing a lot more wrestling as part of my MMA training. I love it as well. It's the, I find it the hardest out of everything to do. Like harder than striking, harder than jiu-jitsu is wrestling. Man. It really tests you past few years you've been traveling abroad you know i saw that you went to the u.s a few years ago and then japan and and thailand how important yeah. is it for you to go over to these other countries and get some training in uh definitely i feel like you know a bit training in, in sydney and australia sometimes we're a bit like kind of secluded away from the rest of the world and you need you need to kind of go out there and see see the other competitors the other fighters see where your level's at where their level's at um, so I, I always like to either train internationally or compete internationally. So when I went to America, I went to the world's jiu-jitsu there. I competed there. Um, Tokyo, trained, trained a bit there as well. And then Thailand as well, just trained a bit there. So you met a lot, met, met a lot of great people, a lot of high-level competitors and athletes. So it's really good just to you know, branch out a bit. What did you learn by going out to these other countries and training about yourself as a fighter? I guess uh, maybe that I was a bit, well, kind of thing that kind of closed minded a little bit. So I guess being training in one gym with the same sort of kind of training partners, you know, you kind of maybe get a little stagnant here and there. So going out, you know, training with other guys, competing against other guys, it kind of just opens you up a bit, you know, it just opens their mind up a bit uh, to new techniques, new training methods. Uh, new levels of competition. So, you know, you see all that. Uh, I like that aspect of training. I see that you've become a, a BJJ coach. Are you still doing that? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, teach uh, kids um, and adults uh, at my gym. Uh, sorry, sorry, at my coach's gym. So I'm an assistant instructor. So I'm under uh, Anthony Prosh at uh, Team Prosh Mixed Martial Arts. So I, I help out there, uh, I guess, uh, throughout the week. Anthony Parash, that's a guy everybody should know or they do know who he is because he has fought in the UFC. How important is it for him to be a mentor for you? Definitely. I mean, I guess he's, he's my coach, so he guides me in terms of my MMA journey, in my, just my general training journey. Um, and not just that, also the personal journey as well. So I kind of use him to bounce ideas off. Um, and 
I mean, he's very knowledgeable. Like, just he, he knows, he's experienced, he's been there, done that. So I kind of try and use that, that wisdom that he's got, um, trying to use it to my advantage. So uh, very important to, him, to have him as a mentor. You, outside of being a professional fighter, do you have another occupation or what do you do? Are you just doing the BJJ coaching thing? Yeah, I used to kind of work in office. Uh, so I uh, studied like business at uni and then uh, went and worked for a bank. And I kind of, I trained on the side, I guess, all throughout like uh, when I was working there. And I just, just wasn't what I wanted to do. You know, I always wanted to train. I wanted to fight. So I kind of just put that to one side. I kind of gave that up and then trying to focus full time on, on fighting. And obviously then as part of that is just working like at the gym part time. So I kind of, I'm kind of working to fight, I guess, at the moment. So I'm really just, I've got goals in terms of what I want to do and where I want to go. So I'm very, very goal oriented in that way. You made your debut in early 2017 and basically showed every single aspect of your game. You've got a knockout in the first round, submission in the first round. And then in your last fight, you went all three rounds and got a good, clean decision. So far in your career, what have you seen that you can um, work on? Always lots to work on. I, like, obviously, I want to be a complete fighter. I want to be good in every aspect. And whenever I go into, you know, fight, I want to try and beat my opponent in everywhere. You know, I guess, you know, some people ask me what my game plan is and all that. I, generally, I just want to try to be good at every area, be proficient in every area. So... I'm always working, whether it's, you know, my stand-up striking, moving to the wrestling and moving to jiu-jitsu. I don't know. I find MMA is kind of almost the hardest because you're trying to do so many things and put it together. It's like you, you could just focus a lifetime on just, say, jiu-jitsu or just on, you know, uh, kickboxing. But, you know, to focus, like, all the aspects, such a limited time, you're always learning. You're always trying to learn fast, uh, learn quick, adapt quick. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to take as much in, uh, learn as quickly as possible. And obviously every fight I'm, I'm learning something as well, but I'm learning stuff in the gym every time I'm training, I'm learning about my body, everything. So it's just a constant like learning process for me. Last November, you were supposed to make your Hex debut and you injured your knee. Um, yeah. Recovering from that injury, was that the biggest injury so far in your career? Yeah, I did my medial uh, ligament, crucial ligament, so my MCL. Um, I've done it before. It was kind of just a weird accident in training and it, and it popped. Uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of that, it kind of stopped me in terms of my, I guess, um, where I was sort of going. I was on a momentum kind of thing. Um, yeah, I'd say kind of the biggest so far because I, I really wanted to fight on Hex. Um, and obviously training hard for that and then having that injury kind of just put a stop to all that. But, you know, I just recovered. Uh, you know, I didn't train for a bit and then slowly the Dilla rehab, recovered that and then progressed my training after that. So, Yeah, after that, you, were, uh, you got booked for Eternal 30 on March 3rd for the title, which actually you're booked again for this fight, your next fight. And you're supposed to face Shannon Ross he got injured. He had to pull out. How devastating was that for you since you have been out for so long and then you went through a whole camp and at the last yeah. minute it was just taken away from you? 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess a lot of fighters kind of know when those last minute pullouts happen. It is, it's very devastating. Like you kind of put so much effort into your training camp, obviously coming off the back of that injury and then training back again. So I started training, you know, roughly around December, like started December, like before Christmas. So I was kind of already kind of focused in kind of training camp because I knew something was, was going to come up for March. Um, and then obviously I was able to get that title shot. So training just progressed all the way through January and February. And then to have that, to have that news like so close, like it was pretty much the final week of my training camp and everything was going like, it was just one of the best training camps I've ever had. So that made it even more, it just hurt even more after hearing the news from that. But, um, you know, that's, that's the fight game, I guess, in the sense. And, you know, you see it in UFC as well, like people get injured, people dropping out all the time. I guess it's part of the game, but it's just a frustrating part of the game as well. You just have to move on and, and uh, on to the next one, which is, again, the, the title fight. Yeah, on May 5th, Eternal 33, you're going to face a new opponent, but for the same title, uh, Braden yeah. Graham, who is from New Zealand. Um, did your camp continue? Did you know that you were going to take this fight, or did you kind of take a break and start another camp? Well, uh, what had happened was that um, uh, on the last Eternal show, uh, which I was meant to fight on, um, uh, my teammate Andrew Cara, he, he fought up on there and, and he um, won first round. Uh, Tico, he's a great guy. Um, he, uh, so when he fought up there, I went up there as well and um, spoke to the promoter and we're going to match up the fight again. So we're gonna, I was going to fight with Shannon again on May 5th um, and so we kind of did a bit of um, media on, the, on that day, on that fight day, um, announced the fight. And so it was kind of back on. So May 5th, I was going to fight Shannon again for, um, for the flyweight title. Um, and then it was just, I think, a couple of weeks ago that he pulled out again. And that's when um, Braden Graham um, stepped up and, and we're, I'm going to fight him for the title. So I was like... Obviously, I was preparing again for, you know, I've been preparing for, I guess, Shannon for a couple of months now and just had to readjust for, uh, for a new opponent. So, as I said, like, like I said before, you can't do much about it. You just have to keep moving on. But the most important thing is, you know, I want that title. So, uh, I guess I've got to be like Khabib. It's like whoever it's going to be, I just got to step up and, and fight. So, yeah. yeah, so many twists and turns. And I guess this is going to be good for you in the future because you experienced this at the beginning stages of your career. So when it happens later on, you're like, oh, whatever. I'm just training. Yeah, for yeah I guess. Well, I, hope, like, I hope it doesn't happen too much more in the future. But um, I guess, yeah, you're right. I'll be more – I kind of know what to do, know what to expect. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of be a bit used to it. So, yeah, in that aspect, it'll be better. In this fight, what do you expect? Do you expect a quick – finish or do you expect him to go all three I, I can never predict I guess like I said before I always just want to go in there perform my best and try and try and beat my opponent everywhere so I'm I, I hope like obviously the best outcome is I always look for the finish so I always want to finish uh, my opponents but ghost decision and ghost decision I can do three by five easy so um but i want that finish for sure when you look him look at him as an opponent um he doesn't really have many professional fights he does have an extensive amateur career when you analyze him 
how would you describe him as a fighter? I watched a bit of uh, his, his other fights. I guess maybe uh, all around, like maybe he's like um, good in, in all aspects. Like um, I've seen him good striking, good, um, good wrestling against the cage. Um, and he's finished a few opponents, I think, by submission. So he's kind of got that all around game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I believe my, my game is going to be better. So if you could give him a message, like a pre-fight message before you entered the cage, what would you tell Brayden? I'm, I'm never one. I'm never really good at that. You know, the trash, that kind of trash talk. Listen, like uh, I come, obviously I feel like I'm a martial artist. So I always respect my opponents. Um, you know, I respect them. I've got no ill will towards them. So for me, it's just uh, competition, right? So I want to test my skills. I want to test your skills. So I guess that's, that's pretty much what I say. Just let's, let's go in there. Let's give it our best. And um, yeah, put on, a good, put on a good fight. That's, that's, that's important as well. So. All right. May 5th, Eternal 33. The vacant flyweight title is on the line. You could catch Philip Kim taking on Braden Graham. It's going to be an exciting fight. It's two of the top guys in Australia and New Zealand clashing. Thank you for your time. Thanks, John. Thank you very much, man. Come check us out May 5th, Flyweight title.